In this episode, we will be using BattleBards sound effects. Check them out, battlebards.com. And if you're signing up for a Prime account, be sure to use our code STACK to get a discount. Do you all do Girl Scout cookies at all? Do you want any? Uh, I think Ronnie already talked to Rhiannon and oh, we okay. put our order okay. in. Okay, nice. Do they have real Girl Scout in them? Yes, they're nice. made with real Girl Scouts. Nice. <laughs> so, Michael, I guess you'll be looking forward to this. We're going to record today. We've got two episodes coming. Okay. And then we're going to take a two-week break. Okay. And that way you have a bit of a break from coming over here. Yeah, because I'm going to be away one weekend for my birthday. Ooh. Oh, that's right. Yeah, 37. 35, yeah. 37. Nice try. <laughs> Wait. Should be 46. 46. 46. Six. Six. You're born in 77 yeah. like me, just yes. at the beginning 46. of the year. Yes. Yeah. Yes. We were born at the right time. I think so. Our kids are always saying they wish that they had been born when we were. Yeah. We're we, like, oh, we, were born we talk about long. our childhood. And, the, and they're like, man. <laughs> yeah. Growing up in the 80s was just. Yeah. It was nice. It was great. It was before the internet ruined everything. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and uh, this is coming from a guy who works in the internet industry. Yeah. yeah. No, I mean, obviously, it didn't ruin it. We ruined it. Um, but Right. It could have been good and useful and helpful. I remember but... I remember hearing about it, and they didn't call it the internet. They called it the, the information world... superhighway. Oh, is really? what I... oh yeah. I and the that. World Wide the Web. The World Wide Web. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, you know, it's interesting. Um, it's easier to say World Wide Web than it is WWW. Yeah. So it's like, like any shorter to say. <laughs> World Wide right. Web. Yeah, it's just it's fewer syllables. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, it was dope. It was dope. Um, just, I mean, we played outside. Yeah. We rode bikes. So what kinds of things did you play then? Um, we used to play where you hide behind the bushes, and when a car comes, you jump out. Because no, nobody, <laughs> nobody died in the 80s. You know what I mean? They just got, you got hit. And that's, that's actually from, a, I don't want to be a, a, James, a James Corden, but that's actually a, a, from um, a Sinbad show. Oh uh, yeah, yeah he, 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 was that the, the Afros and Afros Bell Bottoms? Yeah, I watched that. He, he goes, nobody died in the seventies. Yeah, he goes, you got hit, you got back up, and said, ah, you got. <laughs> you know, it, it's hilarious. I'm telling yeah, you right now, Afros yeah. and Bell Bottoms hilarious. I know and it was. It was really good. There were some really parts of that it. that I mean, even though that was in the seventies, it still took place for me in the eighties. Yeah, I would go out. My mom wouldn't know where I was, but when those street lamps came on, you better be yeah. either on the porch or in the house. Yeah. Actually, technically in the yard. And you'd be playing right, and you would know it's time, but you didn't care for whatever reason. And then the lights would be like, <laughs> and you're like, you would just take off running. Gotta go. Or you, 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 you'd be like, you'd be playing all of a sudden, everybody would go, shh, Michael. And I'd be like, yeah. I gotta go. And I would just dart home. Oh, man. But yeah, you would leave, like your parents wouldn't know where you were. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was just, you were yeah. gone all day. Yeah. So yeah. for me, I remember, uh, really, I consider like the core of my childhood, even though it was only a couple of years, to be in Louisiana. We lived, my dad was stationed at Fort Polk, yeah. and we had, we built a house. It was just a little ranch-style two-bedroom, maybe three. It was three. It was So you guys share a room? Uh, yeah, eventually. Yeah. We, we had a guest room, and then my brother and I had bunk beds. Okay. But we had a sandbox that dad built, and so we had that, and then... It was underneath a tree, which was good and bad. It was good for shade, but bad for the fall when the leaves fell on the sandbox. We would make like Western scenes in the sandbox, mm -hmm. and we had little figures. We had our Star Wars figures, of course. Yep. Playing. Uh, there was an empty lot next to our house, and so to me, that it was a gigantic field, open field. Uh, going back, it was just a house lot. <laughs> yeah. But uh, along the back fence, there was uh, where people didn't want to mow. Uh, the grass had grown up real tall, so you could creep through that like yep. you were a tiger or something. Yep. I mean, just, and, and then the other side of our house was woods. 
So just going out in the woods. That sounds awesome. It was great. (laughs) That sounds awesome. And we were a short walk, maybe two houses, three houses up from the reservoir. So there was, there was a big water pit where we would go dig up crawdads and stuff. Mm -hmm. It was just a great place to be a kid. You know, I was talking to Xavier about this the other day and things were different. So like if you met a new person and like we would be playing and like they would rub you the wrong, wrong way, you'd get into a fight. Yep. But then after the fight was over, there was immediate mutual respect and you were friends. I have the exact same story. So uh, a kid moved in across the street. His name was Chris McFarland. He had just moved in. And uh, he was out uh, on my side of the street. Yeah, not not his. He was on my side <laughs> of the street. What are you doing here? He was throwing he was throwing stones in our ditch, and I said, "You better stop throwing stones in our t- <laughs> in our ditch." And uh, and he said, "You want to come make me?" And so oh my word. I went over there. We pushed each other a little bit, yeah, and then yeah. we're like, "Hey, you want to come play in the yeah, sandbox?" Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Now, now imagine that with kids today. I mean, oh, it's man. like not even remotely, it could never happen. Well, first right? of all, mom would come right out the door. You can't stop fighting. What are yeah, you doing? Now, let's talk just, about this now. Kids what's, are soft. What's going on, Johnny? <laughs> kids are no, soft. it's okay. Let him play. It's our, and it's our fault. Yeah, I know. It's our fault. Yeah. I know. Yeah, it was with uh, Nick Hagerman, uh, one of the folks we went to church with. Um, he had behind his house what was called the dirt mounds. Mm. Oh, that's sounds- and, and there was a bunch of just huge dirt mounds, yeah. and there were paths made for pe- kids riding bikes. Yes, but we grabbed GI Joes and stuff. Right, we right. Plan, and it was a quite a bit of of like room. Like mm-hmm. it was like maybe a football field long of just dirt mounds. Yeah, and it was just it it uh, it was awesome to play back there. And we play, you know, we we what do you, you want to play? You want to play guns? Like it was just play guns. Yeah, yeah. And so you just divided into two teams, yeah. and you had toy oh, yeah. guns, yeah. and you played. I got you. No, you did. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> it was just man. It was it was awesome. Now the other place was Germany, uh, and we lived in an apartment, and it, the setup was such that the, there was a house behind ours. We were in an apartment, and then there was a house behind ours, and there was a, a kid our age that lived there. So we we basically forced him to come out, and we taught him baseball. <laughs> <laughs> and eventually, we we got it to where there was like four or five German kids and we would all trundle over to the nearby park and play baseball. So is, is it soccer? Is it football? Is oh, like yeah. the, the soccer is the big thing. They don't play cricket or anything, right? No, that's, that's not Germany. It's, I mean, uh, I, I know it's, it's pretty exclusively like the British empire. So yeah. India. And, yeah. Yeah. And Southeast like Asia. That, right. Yeah. And, uh, and the Indies in, in North America. Speaking of which I got into a discussion with a person at work, my boss actually. And he was like, he's from India. And, and he's like, and I'm like, so what's the, just trying to start something. I was like, so what's the deal with this game that copied baseball? He's like, no, 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 cricket was first, cricket was first. And I'm like, nah, I, obviously I knew that. He's like, nah, he's like, no, no, what are you talking about? It's, 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 it's like, like the oldest game, the oldest game. And, and finally I was like, well, actually I think, I think golf came out before cricket. He's like, no, no, no. And we looked it up. Sure enough, golf was before cricket. Oh, yeah. I'm like, see, I said, first of all, Kanishan, why are you, why are you claiming cricket so much? Like the British brought it to India anyway. <gasps> you're trying to get fired what's wrong with you it's it's funny because uh, there's like another guy i work with from pakistan and when they play each other uh in the matches and stuff like that it's a thing (laughs) well i was gonna jump in with a talk rian and i had the other day about how it's so funny to me that kids today don't have any idea about phone etiquette right like they don't know how to talk on the phone no she was telling me that she called a friend of hers there they had plans for yesterday over text, she was having a hard time getting the sense. I'm like, you could just call him and, they and don't find want out. To. And so she did. So she's like, so she, and then she came to us and I was like, well, I called him 
And we, you know, we cleared up, we talked about the thing. And then we just like sat there for five minutes. I'm like, why didn't you just say, okay, thanks. Bye. I'm like, <laughs> you're not only, hanging out. The only time I ever did that yeah. was when I was on the call with a girl. So yeah. basically, and then we would be on the phone like all night when we were supposed to. Right. And then we wake up in the, and well, we, we just go get ready for school and be like yeah. dead the rest of the day. Yeah. That's the only time I was ever but, on the phone with someone that long for just, and sometimes there would be bouts of silence just because we wanted yeah, to be closer I to mean, each I, other. I remember that, but I mean, even then it's like, there'd still be Oh no, we were talking. Talking, we were going talking. on the whole time. Like, I thought it might I was be so about sweet, nothing. So it might for be Catherine, stupid, but. I made this mixtape. <laughs> so, so I got I got the the, the Memorex with the pink, the oh, pink yeah. and the yellow, whatever. Yep. 120 minute or some junk like or yeah. 90 minute, 90, 90 minute. minute take. And um yeah, I had like Sade on there. Oh, I had um um I had Tony Tony Tony. <laughs> I had uh 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 um what's her face? Um Jackson. Janet? Latoya. Jan I had Janet Latoya. on there. Yeah, L- L- uh, Latoya had <laughs> like one song first, I think and that was like the first Jackson you thought of Latoya. I had um Oh, um, uh, George Michael's later album, Cowboys and Angels, where it had like a, a lot of slow songs. Mm-hmm. Man, I made that tape. I tape. I had um, uh, Color Me Bad on there. <laughs> Their one song, which Their one not song. a good exactly. song. What's wrong with you? Uh, yeah. So I gave her that mixtape at school. I'm like, listen to this girl. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> You know, and uh, and she's like, "Thank you for the mixtape." And uh, she's like, "I listen to it all the time." So then, when I went and went to the Navy, I gave her all my CDs. So while I'm in San Diego, she would apparently in her dorm room listen to all her CDs so much that her roommate just was like, "Can you just stop with the uh, with Tony, this Tony, tape? Tony, yeah. and like that, like please." But yeah, yeah, it was uh, oh, interessante, interessante. <laughs> yeah. But she, no, nobody makes mixtapes anymore. Like that's 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 a bygone. Now it's playlist. Share your playlist. Yeah, because yeah. oh, okay. and Veronica, they are they're all the time making playlists together. Okay. Like this okay, is our so playlist. Okay, so there is an equivalent. There, yeah, there is a modern day equivalent, but it's not the same. One holiday season, Ronnie's like, I want a record player, and we're like, for what? <laughs> like you don't even have any records. And she's like, No, I, I I think it'd be cool to have like that. I'm like, No, it is cool. Trust me, it's cool to open it up and see the lyrics. See, see the band, pictures of the band, because and you take, can only... Take the disc and put it yeah, yeah. and then have the... Ne- exactly. It's, exactly. it's, it's a manual process. And, and so yeah. I'm like, trust me, yeah, it is cool. And I know what you're talking about. But where'd but you I'm get this from? you even want this. <laughs> yeah. So when we went to, on our family trip to Ohio, we yeah. went to Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. We bought her some records and we um, got her record player. And the one time she used it... I was going to say, did she uh, ever actually use uh, it? She thought it was awesome, you know what I mean? And, but, but she realized that she, there was no fast forward. Like, if you no. don't like that song, you have to, you have to, carefully you have to pick, pick it up, up and you have to needle. look for the break yeah, look for on, that the, line. On, on the record. And then you put it on there and uh, yeah, right. all that stuff. She's like, what's, what's 33? What's, what's... I'm like, that's record size. Like, you that's know, she's speed. like, record size. That's the speed. That's the speed. Yeah, yeah. 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 I'm, like, I'm like, look, you can put the little one in there, but you need the little adapter because it has a large hole. And if you have the large, um, the large uh, record, it's got just got the little, the little small hole for the pin. And I, now I remember eight track and my dad still played eight tracks. Mm-hmm. So, and with eight tracks, you'd be in the middle of a song. You, you'd be like, um, um, make a wish, baby. And then, Love will make it come because it, 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 it's had to stop and turn over and flip yeah. over. Yeah. So um, that was, by the way, I know you can't tell by what I sang, but that was um, Ambrosia. <laughs> that group, Ambrosia. <laughs> what? Our stereo had an eight track play, but we didn't have any eight tracks. I remember asking mom, "What is this for?" She's like, "Oh, that was for eight tracks. We don't, you know, that, they don't make this anymore. We don't use those. What bothered me most that. about that as a kid was I never could tell if it was a track. Oh, or, or eight, eight track. track. <laughs> and 
I, I would always wait without having to ask, you know, can I figure it out today? <laughs> Someone's talking about it. Is it A or eight? They yeah, had to be a, short-lived, right? Eight tracks? Um, Must have been. I mean, because you had, obviously, records were out. And yeah. then I think eight track, I mean, I don't know this, but I'm guessing like for 10 years, because then the cassette tape came out, I thought rather quickly. Yeah. Uh-huh. And then DV, our DVDs, CDs, CDs came out in the, in the 80s, late 80s, like 83 or 4. I mean, they weren't mainstream until later in the 80s, but they came out. I was surprised at how old they were. It's like 84 or something. Oh, oh like yeah, that. yeah. They were invented definitely way right. before they were mainstream. But I remember, so I got one uh, and it was a Sony, but it was like it had no internal memory. It was like one of the first ones. So yeah. it, it, everything would skip. Yeah. You, yep. you could blow oh, yeah. on it and oh, yeah. skip. Oh, yeah. yeah. And I remember getting it and being so happy I got one. So I put my. I put my uh, things on and I had it in my hand and I was walking down the street with it, but I had to walk really, really slowly, <laughs> otherwise it would skip. And it was just so ridiculous. Yeah. And then uh, I remember you used to get these little platforms with the little like um, yep. springs Shock that you put on your car right. yep. and it would sit on that to try to like stop it from skipping. Yep. And then finally they came up with the with awesome the, idea of building internal memory so it would read ahead. That yeah. and so the clip would, where you push it down. Oh, and yeah, yeah, exactly. Place. So yeah. it would bounce around. Yeah. Man. Yeah. Do you remember what the first CD you bought was? Yes. What was it? It was it was the Janet Jackson. Man, there was some jams on there. Was there that was, the one that Love Would Never Do Without You? Was it that CD? No, it's the one with um, That's the Way Love Goes. Oh, do, 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 they're not the do, same? That's do, not the do, same? Do, do, do. I, don't, I don't think so. Okay. But there was one where there was like a, a rain track where it was rain. yeah. And then, and then, like, ha- and it was like twenty minutes long. And like in the middle, she'd go, "Are you still up?" <laughs> oh my so, word! So that song was on my mixtape to Catherine. <laughs> like, just I was like, "Oh, this is the jam." And then, like, the I, my second one was Tony, Tony, Tony was okay. my second CD. And then I got, um, I get, the, got, got the Cowboys and Angels. It has Freedom on it. Yeah. And um, Cowboys and Angels is one of the songs. And that song, it had like. The, the saxophone in the background. It was real, real mellow, setting the mood. I'm like, yeah, that's going on, Catherine's mixed tape. <laughs> so I don't remember what my first CD was, but I don't remember what Amber's was. What was? Uh, <laughs> don't, don't tell me New Kids on the Block. No. Okay. The first one, no. No, we had all those tapes already, so we did. We got the CDs later, but um, no, Amber's first CD was crisscross, totally oh, crossed out. Jump. Yep. <laughs> With the mix to make you jump, yep. jump. The Mac, Mac that'll make, make you jump, jump. Crisscross will make you jump, jump. Lead <laughs> it. Oh my goodness. Oh man, when that that was when a, that like, song comes on, I still like know every oh, single. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Like, like right now, I couldn't do it, but the moment nerd. it came on, Guilty I think pleasure, I could do it. Yeah, it's the yeah. same thing with um. Vanilla Ice. I probably couldn't tell you all the songs to to. Oh, um, to Ice Ice Baby. Yeah, Ice Ice Baby. But the moment it comes on, I'll know it. And what's the other one he had? Uh, oh, there was one other it song. It was. Um, oh, grief. I'm from the streets. <laughs> and then it would like start something like that, and I, I knew all the all the lyrics to that one uh, too. Are I can't you remember. really? <laughs> Are you yeah, though? Really? No, but yeah, those. I'm telling you. Oh, you know, you know what? Um, there was a. I was into skating in the late 80s, like 88, 89. Mm-hmm. So I had my Converse with like the duct tape. I had my double flipboard and all this other stuff. It was Powell Peralta, all this stuff. And there was a song that came out. Um, surprise, surprise, when you rub your eyes. It, it was called <laughs> Deeper Shade of Soul. Look that junk up. So, so, look that junk up. It, it, it's, it's like, he's like, it's like, um, 
it's like a um, Red Hot Chili Peppers where they're kind of singing, but it's sort of like rapping yeah, at the yeah, same yeah. time. Yeah. Sing speaking. And, yeah, yeah, sing, yeah. And it was just the deep, and, and the video was them skating in California and like one of those pools that like yeah. don't, don't have a flat Urban bottom. Dance Squad. Urban <laughs> Dance Squad, baby. That's it. That's it, man. Deeper Shade of Soul. Wow. I remember when Red Hot Chili Capers, uh, Red Hot Chili, Red Hot Chili, Chili Capers, Capers. Uh, came out with, um, um, you know, the the one where he's talking about sometimes under the, under the I feel, yeah, under, yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, we could continue. I could continue for a long time, but we're probably done with the table talk. Probably at this point, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> like, we got about yeah, 40, I was done minutes forty minutes ago. Yeah. Well, now that the music is out of the way, we can begin. Welcome back, stackers. We want to thank you for joining us. If you have not yet found us on Twitter and Instagram at StackoDice, please do that. We also have an email address, stack.o.dice at gmail.com. And if you've not checked us out on Discord, we have a Discord server. Check out our Twitter feed for information on how to do that. I want to thank you for joining us as we continue our ongoing 5th edition D&D adventure. I am Rhett the DM, and with me is... Meredith as Tira Ironstag. Michael as Wamberbash Benson Mom. Who is ready to tell a story? Me! me. Follow a band of intrepid friends as they seek to understand the world changing around them, and as they work together to face a growing evil. Enter a world of adventure and mystery in Vardalon. Previously on Stack of Dice. Uh, Tira, you, you do one of those things where you hit the water... Your toes are pointed. You, you streamline oh, yeah, yourself. Oh, yeah, yeah, Like a diver. And then immediately, I mean, you're going feet first. Yeah. And as soon as you get in, you're kicking and you bob right back up to the surface. You're, you're underwater for probably less than two or three seconds. I'm strong, so I just... After the stultifying atmosphere of Muwaka, the heat and the humidity and the insects and everything... And the skunk zone. This feels absolutely marvelous. This place is beautiful, Assemeries. Oh, it's even better. Look. He points, and they're spread out before you. You're headed for the center of a group of three major islands. There are lots of little crags and things sticking up out of the water here and there. Uh, from your elevation, you can see white water lapping up on the shores or against the sides of these things sticking up out of the water. But really, three major islands. Are you all right? I, I, think, I think you need some food. I'm really hungry. Yeah, you've you've done a lot in the last several hours. Let's see if we can find something. Oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. There's something. a rumbling sound. I smell something over there. And a little cart comes around the corner, almost bumps into you. Oh! And he says something in a language you don't understand. She opens a double door. You see before you a room. The beds are made with fresh linen, downy comforters. And double windows have been opened out into the harbor area. She says, is this sufficient for you? Wamberbash walks right over to one of the beds and just falls straight down and is immediately asleep. (laughs) Tira chuckles slightly at the relief of being somewhere quiet and safe and of seeing Bash flop on his face and turns back to the woman. It's perfect. Thank you. Will your servant be staying with you? You awaken to lights streaming in from outside. The market is open.
your ears and nose awaken before your eyes flutter open. The quiet murmur of a crowd in the marketplace just outside is punctuated from time to time by laughter, but the sounds ebb and flow seems to draw inspiration from the nearby sea lapping against the city's dock. The smells of cooking food remind you painfully that you've not had sufficient to eat. Garlic, onion, thyme swirl together in a pleasant wash of aromas as the deeper savor of a hundred unknown dishes tempt you. But in the gentle gloom of your hotel room, the single most delicious realization hits each of you as your eyes do indeed ease open. Although the several windows stand open to the indigo night beyond, you are perfectly comfortable. No oppressive heat, no suffocating humidity, and best of all, no buzzing clouds of insects. Muwaka's beauty may have been primal, but this Kassara, well, you could get used to it. We just woke up, right? Yeah. <laughs> okay. You know what I'm doing. Peeing. <laughs> Gotta pee. <laughs> That's what happens, man. No, I'm, I'm hungry. Again. Yeah, all you had was seven bowls of soup that cost us a million dollars. <laughs> yeah, they, they straight up took our money, man. For real. They're like, oh, yeah, uh, uh, more. <laughs> that was so funny. Wait, okay, who's in here with us? It's Thump, Tira, and Bash, right? Yeah, that's Correct. it. Because we've lost a Simmeries at this point. Yeah. Yeah, he was born away by the matting crowd. And what time is it? It is night. It's very, very dark out except the lights flooding in from outside indicate that the marketplace is in full swing. I think that's actually what Bash wakes up to, I think, is the smell of the food. Mm -hmm. Um, Tira opens her eyes and stretches her muscles, which were achy before she fell asleep and tight. Her neck muscles were so tight. She was so incredibly drained after... Uh, the rescue of all the broccolis and the escape from the pillar. Which all happened in like 30 minutes. <laughs> of course. <laughs> yeah, duh. This night's, or it wasn't even a whole night's rest, clearly, because it's still nighttime, really revived her. Mm-hmm. Um, she opens her eyes and stretches luxuriantly. Looks to her left, I guess. I forget which way. Sees Bash there also starting to stir. Looks over to the other bed, sees Thumb starting to stir. Uh, he's yes. seated in a chair. He's looking out the window. Oh, did he even sleep? Oh, he did. Okay. Looks over to see Bash looking out the window. Thump. You're right. I was thinking Thump and said Bash. Looks over to see Thump seated by the window. What time is it? You smell that? Yeah. That's food. That smells amazing. I, it's outside. I, I, we, we should go get some food, I think. <laughs> where's the bathroom Ooh, where is the bathroom <laughs> is it just like chamber pots or something oh yeah. okay <laughs> you, you hear water hitting the pan <laughs> <laughs> maybe i'll take it off into a corner or something but yeah. yeah i hope yeah. so isn't there like maybe there's a screen i am not putting in sound effects for this <laughs> <laughs> you can record it at home <laughs> if, you can't no. fi- if you can't find it. Stackers, just imagine. <laughs> <laughs> Let's say there was a screen 
Yeah, there is. In the corner. Okay. If I you listen can... to this episode and I hear water hitting a pan, I know you recorded this at home. <laughs> <laughs> someplace. <Gosh. laughs> Gross. So Tira gets up and, um, I don't know, I guess is sort of gathering her things together, makes sure her bag is, and she's not going to take her whole bag because I guess they're assuming they're going to stay here. Is there like a railing that we can look out? Is there our small balcony oh, yeah. up front? The windows, basically, it's a, it's a low wall that goes up to about, Okay. I yeah. guess, your waist. Okay. So, Tira, maybe it's up, <laughs> to, up to about your <laughs> <laughs> And the windows themselves are not big, uh, okay. but they're, okay. they're sufficient to allow a nice breeze to come through. Mm. Womberbash runs up to the window and puts his face into the window, and he's just like, I smell, I smell meat. Oh, yeah. You I smell I, it all. I... I I think we should go like down. I'm gonna go right. I'm gonna go right now. I'll be. I'll be back. Oh, no way! I'm coming with okay. you. <laughs> <sighs> that, that brings memories. Back. I know that brings that, that takes me right back. Hold on, Bash. I'll come too. And then she then uh, remembering the innkeeper's reaction to thumb. I almost said Bash again. Yeah, which you're not aware of, by the way, Bash. You oh yeah, you were unconscious. Oh, yeah, that's right. Remembering the innkeeper's reaction to Thump last night, Tira is suddenly a little wary about, should we bring him along? Because she, she's afraid of exposing him to further uh, ill treatment. I mean, he wasn't really treated poorly, but he's, con- he's assumed to be our servant, and she realizes we're definitely in that part of the world where his kind are, you know, not slaves. regarded as yeah, slaves, um, fighters, whatever. So she's a little nervous you, if you would rather stay here, Thump, we'd be happy to bring you something. There's a flat, dusty smell. I think that's no, right? Dust. Oh, yeah, no. Is Thump coming with us? I... It's up to you, Thump. We'll be sure and stick close by. I, I think I smell lamb. I think I smell lamb. Yeah. I think I smell lamb and spices. Okay, so Tira consents... Not consents, but concedes... Thump's desire to come along. He's standing as yeah. you make yourselves ready. And he pats himself down to make sure he's got everything he needs. In his crystal pockets. <laughs> Is he, does he wear clothes? No clothes. Okay. But he does wear, um, you know, straps and things to hold his weapons okay. and things in place. Okay. I mean, Bash is already on the street. I know. I yeah. have time to stop. Yeah. on here. Oh, this conversation has taken 10 <laughs> seconds. Pull your jets. All right. So Tira just makes sure she has her axe and her... Pack, I guess, and then heads out. Stepping out of the front door of the dubious dinghy. The sound of the crowd amplifies immediately, although not with the intensity you might expect in another city. Is it your imagination? A cultural thing? Who can tell? The marketplace is crowded with stalls, each of which seems built on a similar pattern. A shallow counter, a few more goods laid on a counter at the rear of the booth, against a backdrop of black cloth and a few large candles that gutter and splatter warm wax in the incoming ocean breeze. Oh, and a merchant on a simple stool, smiling, nodding, and using coaxing words to draw passers-by to consider his wares over his neighbors. What's, what's this? It's like a cream, and they're dipping bread in it. What is this? What is this? Look, it's got oil on it. Um, I want some of this, Tara. Can, can you pay this guy? I want some of this right here. I want some of this. And there's these leaf, these leaf slugs. Nice. What are those things? There's, there's rice in this. Oh, I want some of this. Tara, the, I want some of this. The too. merchant okay. is already holding out his hand. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I want some of this too. And, and I want some of that. Is that, okay. is that lamb? Is that lamb? He, he doesn't understand me. I, yeah. I want some of that lamb too okay. right there. All right, Bash. All right. Hold on. 
Tira remembering the strange economy they encountered the night before at that cart, first grabs copper. some copper <laughs> coins, a handful of copper coins, and looks at the merchant inquisitively and points to, you know, does a kind of a finger circle pointing to all the things that Bash has already taken. He looks indignant. <laughs> it's gonna is there, like is a, there a cup or a collecting box? He's holding his hand out. Okay. Tyr will drop in 10 coppers. He does not retract his hand. She'll drop in five more. He takes the copper and he puts it back on you. Oh, this, look at this right here. This Wait, has- Wait, Bash, stop. This has like- Stop. It looks like pistachios. Hold on. You're literally gonna eat us You're gonna eat us out of house and home, yeah. <laughs> Tyr will put out her hand to stop Bash's hand while they figure this out. Okay, she's gonna take out a silver. A familiar voice sounds from behind you. It's the proprietor of the dubious dinghy. She nudges by you and she says something quietly to the merchant who looks ashamed. Oh, so he is trying to. And he says, copper, copper. Tira puts the 10 back. He, he grumbles a little bit <laughs> and he puts them in and he shoots a venomous glance at the proprietor, but she gives him a, a nod and he settles back in his chair. Mm, this is so good. Mm. <laughs> Tira takes out 10 more to give to him so that she can have take some food as he well. He slides some food over to you. Okay. And it's good. Uh, you want to describe basically what you got? I got uh, basically some hummus with some olive oil on there and like maybe a little bit of red pepper for like a little bit of spice. I got uh, the um, rice-wrapped leaves. What are they called? Fig leaves. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, man, awesome. And then I got um, some baklava was there as well. Okay, all right. Balaclava, I yes. mean. I'm just joking. <laughs> and then, and then, <laughs> I'm eating this scarf. Um, and then I got um, some basically gyro meat. Yep. And oh, man. Yeah. With that tzatziki sauce on there. Ooh. See? <laughs> you can't stop it. You cannot stop it. Oh, man. And Tara, you've doubled up on that. So, yeah, I'm yeah. taking what he took because yeah. I figured... That's what I'm hanging for. He's not dead yet. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, that, and I just figured that's what that's what I paid for. Yeah. He took 10 for what Bash took. I'm giving yeah. him 10 for what I'll take. And Thump brings some coins out from somewhere and also gets some food. <laughs> <He's> like, <laughs> <laughs> Behind your ear. <laughs> All right, so now with food in hand, they're on these little... Basically, they're large leaves that are durable enough mm. to carry the food around on. So you're walking around with some street mm-hmm. food, basically. Ba- Bash starts, and when he's done with the food, he's eating the leaves, too. Okay. Are they edible? And we'll find out. As Terry Pratchett says, every mushroom is edible. <laughs> some yes. of them are only edible once. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so you walk around, and you know it's just a an eye-amazing... A feast for the eyes. Yeah, exactly. And so, I mean, you've got booths that have, uh, one has kitchenware, so it's pots and things. Another one has, it's a knife sharpener. And mm. he, he actually has a, uh, he has a bench that he lies down on. And as he grinds, he's actually laid out on this bench and grinding the knives on it because it's tiring to sit up and, and bear down. So hmm. laid out on the bench makes it easier. Bash spots a spice um, cart. And he's going to grab some spices. Okay. Um, I'm going to write down like maybe five. I'm going to grab some, obviously some pepper and salt because I think we're running low. Especially Very likely. <laughs> with your eating habits. And I'm going to get some uh, pepper, red pepper, I mean. Mm-hmm. Okay. Spices will cost you. 
It's going to be about five. Yeah, gold. yeah. I'm going to get some. Uh, I'm going to get some. It's like I don't care. Tira's got the money. <laughs> I'm going to get some uh, uh, bay leaf. If I make a soup, I might want to. And I'm going to get some um, cardamom as well. Might want to put that in one of my tea, like make a spice chai or something like that. Three, four, five, six, seven, seven spices. Good night. Okay. You have a small bottle of each. Excellent. Oh, Maybe man. a couple grams Maybe. of Oh, oh I want some spice. rosemary too. I want rosemary <laughs> and thyme as well. Oh, okay. man. Bash. <laughs> man, roast chicken. Absolutely. <laughs> For all that cooking out we do. You pass another booth where the merchant seems to have some interesting looking items out on display. They, they seem to be, some of them look gaudy, uh, more brass with glass jewels encrusted on it. It's yeah. obvious that it's not great stuff, but then there are a couple items scattered throughout that maybe look like they have some worth to them. Hmm. Okay. Well, uh, initially when you mentioned the, the knife sharpener, yeah. mm-hmm. Tira was drawn to that. Um, now I'm not, I don't remember, did my fancy axe have any kind of properties like never needs sharpening or anything like that? Cause I mean, she, that, that's what she's been using this entire time. And yeah. I'm thinking she's, uh, Ooh, go for it. Because she whacked the stone edge of the cave. Mm. There is a chip. Okay. So Tira says, Ooh, a knife sharpener. I, I need to have my axe sharpened and she's going to be drawn over there. Wouldn't that be to- a tinker? Mm-hmm. I always wanted to use that. In <laughs> Let's go see the tinker. <laughs> I think you tinkered in the room before you came out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, tinkle, tinkle. <laughs> um, so Tira heads over there and pulls out her fancy axe, presents it to him, and points to the chip. I'm sure he. I know your language. I can speak with oh, you. Oh, uh, wonderful! Uh, this this axe has been. It's been through some things. It's been through I see. some things. I see. And it is my main weapon. Uh, could you repair it? I think I can help you. How long is that going to take? Oh, yeah. Um, it will take some time. You, you go look. Go look. I, I'll be here. Tira is a little nervous about leaving her axe, like, out of her possession. But, I mean, she watched his <laughs> She's, like, wandering around activity. the booth and, like, glancing over. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, she saw his activity before they walked up. He seems... Do you want to know something? You're new here, Yes. Yes. Come you're cute, me. huh? You're cute. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, <go ahead. laughs> come, come with me. Come with me. And he steps to the back of the booth, and the black cloth that's hanging up. Oh yeah, yeah. With a deft maneuver, he unlatches it, and basically, there's like another room back behind it. He says, "I give you a loner. Come look." A loner. Um. Okay. What if the loner's better than the other thing? <laughs> I won't walk Ooh. <laughs> yeah. All right. So Tira steps into the room. Uh, curiously, she's thinking. There's an array of weapons hanging. There are swords, axes, basically edged weapons, yeah. a couple maces. None of them look to be anything yeah. special, but uh, but they um, it would certainly be a good stand-in. I still have my regular great axe, though. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> I don't remember ever throwing that away. Like yeah, you've not left it anywhere. No. Remember I've, the time I've, Peter took his uh, shield and threw it, and we had to actually had to go had to back go to get it. it. Yeah. <laughs> had to go and he completely, it. completely missed. Yep. Yeah. Whiff. I had fun finding that sound effect too. It was the ting, ting, ting of the yeah. of the thing bouncing off of stones. Yeah. Uh, Tira will take a quick glance around, and you said they all just kind of look. They look like loners. Yep. Yeah. Um. Thank you very much. I do appreciate that. But I, I have a backup in my possession already. But 
Um, if you could give me some indication of how long the repair will take, I'll come back. I'll come back to you in just a moment. Okay. Wombard Bash, as she ducks into this back area of the stall, you're standing there when you hear a voice from behind you. You better be careful. I don't know if you're familiar or not. You're from out of town. These guys over here, they really know how to drive a hard bargain. You have to be very careful. What you really need is you need somebody on your side to make sure that all the deals go down right. Who, who, who are you? I'm just here to help. See, this is a place where a lot of people need a lot of things, and I want to make sure that you uh, get all the Tira, things that you need. Tira? Hey, this Tira. guy, this guy up here, he, I, look, he's, he's pretty reliable, he's pretty good, but you got to make sure that he's not going to give you the out-of-town, uh, it's not really a discount, they're just going to make sure they charge you just a little bit extra. You're talking, and I'll have you introduce, describe yourself here in just a moment. As you're talking, you feel a large muscular forearm pushed against you to push you back. Oh, oh, okay. No, big guy. Absolutely. Thanks. I appreciate it. You know what? Space is good. It's important to have that space. I, I get it. A large crystalline dragon looking man is making you step back. Uh, uh, you're a, you're a, you're your friend here. Uh, obviously very protective. I, I respect that. I, I do. Uh, certainly. Uh, there is a strong smell of not so much sulfur. It's the, the burnt, the struck match okay, smell. Okay. Okay. That one we haven't deciphered yet. Yeah, yeah. Uh, as you're talking. I, I can see your friend is very protective, I, and, I, and I respect that, and you need that kind of protection. That's the thing you need. It's important because a lot of things can happen here on the streets. There's a lot of people who come to this area, and you look, these uh, the vendors are great. There's a lot of people who do a lot of good work. It's important to have a negotiator. It's important to have somebody who is on your side who can make sure the deals go down right. I don't know if you want to uh, call off a uh, big guy here, right here. Uh, do you notice? <laughs> uh, roll a perception check, Womber Bash. Yeah, because he's inept at the, some of the stuff. <laughs> a three. Look, plus point. you are overtaken by uh, <laughs> yeah. by his words. Uh, the patter has gotten you. Yeah. Which, you know, which I think is in character. Yeah. Honestly, I saw you guys having to do breakfast just a minute ago, and you had some, you had a friend. You know what? The lady over there at the, at the, at the tavern. You, you she's fantastic. Really it's fast. good. It's good that you have someone who can go, but she can't, you know, she can't leave. She's got to go over at the tavern. she got to make sure she's got things taken care of. You know her name is Mariam. Mariam is fantastic. But, Mariam, you know, she can't go with you everywhere. What you need is you need a guide. You need someone who's going to make sure that you can get around all of this and in safety. Thump, where's Tira? You notice that Thump is looking slightly sideways at this newcomer. And Tira, now you emerge from the back. Yeah. Tira, this this guy says he wants to guide us or something. I don't believe we've met. We haven't, but I was able to observe the way that you uh, handled yourself this morning. And I, and Miriam, great lady, wonderful, and one of the best proprietors in town. She made sure that you got a good deal. She can't go everywhere with you. I want to make sure that you get the best deal in town. You know, newcomers come from all over the place, and I... I don't know if you've noticed or not, sometimes the locals will take advantage of that, and you don't want that to happen to you. This is Dieter's brother. (laughs) (laughs) That's the look on your face. His grifter brother, yeah. 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 (laughs) Uh, uh, You're not wrong. I appreciate the compliment, ma'am. I didn't mean it as a compliment. (laughs) I'll take that too. (laughs) And I'll take whatever you have in that little purse there. (laughs) How much is it going to cost? Do you have an... Oh, sorry. (laughs) Do you have a name to go along with all of your words? Dimitri. I, most locals just know me as Dimitri. It's, uh, I, I've worked in the area for a while. I know this guy. I know this, this guy right here. The, uh, 
a wonderful tinker. The best you're going to come across. He produces some amazing stuff. I, I saw you taking a good look at the loners that he's got back there. You know what? And they're really serviceable, but I, I totally understand that, you know, you've got yours that you like. You have the way that you have it set up. You don't really want to borrow somebody else's. Um, if you need something in the meantime, we can maybe even go talk to someone over here in one of the shops. But I just want to make sure that he's taking care of you. You are taking care of you, aren't you? Yes, uh, yes, yes. Good care. I just want to make sure. Yeah, and he's he's going to do a good job. Now, he is also pretty reasonable. He's going to make sure he takes care of you. I know he is. He gives you a, a smile and a, like a head bob. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Does it seem like they're in cahoots or no, not at all. Just a good understanding. Yeah, it's a good natured exchange. Okay. Them. So Tira clocks that glance between the two of them, and she's weighing his words. You know, he's he's saying things that make sense. She's a little annoyed by his um, uh, rapid fire. Uh, that he like doesn't seem to like. He's just like he he, he sounds. He's a salesman. He won't yeah, let yeah, you yeah, talk. Yeah, exactly, exactly. He, he <laughs> sounds fishy, even though the word, the actual words, make sense. It, it, it's hard to describe. Meanwhile, but, Bash yeah. is like, "What are you?" Talking yeah, yeah, yeah. About? <laughs> yeah. So she's intrigued, and certainly can't deny the fact that they've had a hard time managing the negotiating around here. How about? While this good gentleman is working on my axe, you, um, let's see, what's a, what's another place we might need to visit? What do you think? Maybe give us a tour. I don't know. Yeah. Can you uh, just give us a tour of this marketplace? I think about the marketplace. There are several places around here that are really worth looking at. There are many places to go. If you want to see something you've maybe never seen before, I mean, if you take a look around, you can see the beautiful buildings. There's some places up here closer to the mountain. There's some places closer to the beach. I'm not market- interested in a scenic tour. Can you show us some places? We're, we're travelers, and we have a very important destination can you show us some places that would be useful? Absolutely. We can get, take a look at anything you need to. I just want to make sure that you're getting the best of service. Yeah, you said sh- that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so if you're looking for things to go on an adventure, I can tell your adventurers, obviously you're, you're dressed, you've got an axe, you've got a couple of axes on you. What about what about making sure that you uh, get a, uh, some other things you might need? How about tents? How are you on water skins right now? You know, there's a lot of places you can get thirsty. Okay. At this point... Stackers, we are going to pause. <laughs> We're going to do a couple of things. First of all, I want to introduce Jeremy, who is joining us at our table. Welcome, Jeremy. Thank you. So we will get to know his character more in just a moment. We'll, we'll talk more informally after this, but uh, I, I wanted to describe to you who you see. You've obviously already met Thump, the tall, crystalline dragonborn. Michael, do you want to take a moment to describe Wamberbash? Yeah, so... Um... Do you remember the movie Willow? Uh, I know every line. Okay. So um, the guy that he, he's trying to get with this woman and her husband comes in. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's what Bash looks like. The husband. The husband. Mm, absolutely. So he looks like that. Although he Meat is. Lug. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yes. But he's um, socially awkward because he spent time by him. He grew up basically by himself in the woods with Wasn't animals. Was he a hermit? Yes. That's yeah. his background. Yeah. 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 So um, because, it, so he, he, he's got a. 10 charisma uh so he just he's he's like he's sometimes like a child he's got an innocence about him although he's i think what third 20 26 or 20 almost 30 um but yeah he looks like that dude okay also you can tell that he has hardened uh you can look at somebody and see over time and it was this way with me at basic training 
I went in at one weight and on the last day we weighed and I was like, wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you don't notice it happening while yeah. you're around it, but he looks toned. He looks fit. He looks like he could run a marathon and not break a sweat. Tira? I just want to show him the picture in the book. I know, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Tira is a mountain dwarf. So she's short and stocky, rather young, only 43, red hair and three braids. To you, a bit surly looking. She's a bit skeptical, you know. But as far as physical appearance, I mean. She's got a beard. Piercing blue eyes. I do not. <laughs> Piercing I was going to ask about the beard. Yeah, yeah. no beard. Yeah, uh, she she looks very dangerous. She looks like the sort of person that is ready for anything to happen. Uh, like at the drop of a hat, she could spring into action and do some massive damage. Because she actually does massive damage. <laughs> I do, I do. I have a 20 strength. Um, she is a folk hero. That's kind of her background. So she definitely has... It's in her nature to want to be helpful. You see, she sees downtrodden. She sees oppressed people and she wants to be helpful. And she's very sincere in that. She's not really, I'm a hero, you know, kind of a thing. But yeah, definitely regarding Dimitri with uh, at least one skeptical eye. But with the other, she is weighing everything he says and is totally ready to concede or, or believe anything that proves plausible. Dimitri... He's average looking as as far as what the locals. He's about the same skin tone as kind of everybody else. He's dressed in slightly better clothes than most of the merchants, but not like dressed like royalty. Mm-hmm. He is always looking at people's faces and looking at people's eyes to kind of see what happens. He sizes people up pretty quickly. Uh, he's got about shoulder length hair. Um, weirdly, weirdly pretty. I mean, he's one of those people who looks like he hasn't shaved in a couple of days, but it always looks better on him. <laughs> when he shaved, when he shaves, he's gorgeous. <laughs> when he doesn't shave, he's stunning. He is Dieter's brother, isn't he? Come on! <laughs> he's one of those people that even if his hair was mussy and he woke up, like, just fell out of bed, he would look like he could probably be on the cover of a magazine somewhere. <laughs> he doesn't get close to anyone and physically close physically close uh it it, yep he kind of stands and gives people space so when the 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 crystalline dragon's (laughs) arm uh touched him the first thing was surprise and shock but the other thing was that he moved away from uh, the dragon Mm -hmm. uh generally doesn't get in the close proximity Mm -hmm. to people um one of the irritating habits is he doesn't really as much as he's trying to engage one person, he's always kind of got a, a vision on anything that happens around him. So if something's happening over here, he'll dart his eyes over here. And so he sees kind of a lot of different people mm-hmm. and anyone, any any person who comes in his vicinity, he kind of looks at them, even if he looks back at you mm-hmm. pretty quickly. Clocks it real quick. Yeah. Great. And continue. Nope. Where do we leave off? <laughs> he was offering you to take you on a tour. Of oh, that's the right. And I said something useful. And he's like, that's right. You guys are adventurers. Hey, Tara, do, do you think he knows a Simmeries? Who doesn't? Everyone. He's a, I mean, he has been popular here. How did I've, you hear me? <laughs> <laughs> you didn't whisper it in he, my he ear. He actually has a surprisingly high passive perception. Okay, that, that was my Ooh, test. I wanted to see if he. Oh, my word. <laughs> Dude, it's like 17. <laughs> 
Yeah. And, if it, and, it, and if I'm paying attention, like passive investigations, 18. Oh, yeah. man. <laughs> man, oh, man. Well, I, he's, our, he's our friend. Do you, know, do you know where he is? Oh, he's everybody's friend. I, have you seen the things that he makes? It's amazing the kind of people who will talk about him. You know, he's been gone for a while, if I recall that correctly. Yeah. So he's been gone for a while, and it's amazing the kind of stories that have come up since he's been gone. There are people who have had these new inventions of his. Like, oh, I knew him when we grew up. I mean, they didn't know him. I, I know some people who did, but everyone wants to be some of his friends. Everyone does. Do you know where he is right now? I could find out for you. Uh, it wouldn't take long. I'm sure he's, uh, he shouldn't be too, too far. Uh, easy to locate. Um, even if he's out of town, I might know some people who might know where he is. But you know what? We'll come to that in just a little bit. Um, obviously, what we're uh, our first order of business is going to be making sure that we get to the local stores that you need so that you are ready for your next adventure. You mentioned water skins. We could certainly use a few new ones. Absolutely, you could. And, I and know we're it. walking. We're walking. <laughs> and we're walking. <laughs> This way, this way. Yeah. I know one of the best tanners. Tents are also a specialty of his because of his ability to be able to take care. We don't even have a tent, dude. We've been sitting on bedrolls. I I have a fork. Bedrolls. Oh, that's right. We have no need of tents. Just water skin. That is an amazing ability. Tents, you know, they're really nice. (laughs) If you you have something that's even better than that, that's amazing. I'm glad you have that. But water skins aren't necessary. We all need water. You know, well, maybe not this guy, but I need water. You need water. You need water. Let's go and go talk to one of my tanner friends. Okay. You make your way through the crowd of the marketplace. You notice that Dimitri seems to pick the perfect path where he he just always seems to have a bubble around him wherever he goes. The others, especially Thump, you find that you're jostled a bit more, but he just glides through. And you come at last to a stall. How does he react to Thump? That's a good question. Stay away from him. Yeah. Okay, but I mean, does he know the thing, the trope? With like Thump's kind and, okay. We don't know. We don't know. Okay. (laughs) I'll never tell. (laughs) You find yourself at the Tanner's booth. Obviously, the first thing you notice is the smell of fresh leather. Thankfully, he does his Tanner work outside the city. Otherwise, yeah, he's not Not, allowed to. Not a good selling point. Exactly. But the obviously, the, the fresh smell of leather, cured leather, has an appeal all its own. And so you can tell when you're approaching that. Actually, my, I think my outfit might need to be, uh, I need a new one. You need, yeah, you need a new uh Because it's been ripped away several times. I mean, Bled I've been on, in, yeah. Uh, uh, swam I'm through sewage. sewage. <laughs> I probably need a new, yeah, a new tunic, but I'm like designed sure similarly. Well. Basically, I'd like them to make a copy if at all Oh, possible. yeah, make, make a custom made. Uh, so Tira will approach the, uh. Well, he's not a tailor though, right? What do you, would we, uh, oh, we'll see what happens. I mean. If he's he's if he's as he's good as making, Dimitri says he yeah, is, that's right. <laughs> Tira will approach the uh, the Tanner and say, "Just one second here, um, I mean." And so Dimitri's going to grab a pen real quick and grab a, a, a light parchment, and he's going to write just a real quick note. He's going to hand it over to the Tanner. The Tanner's eyes go wide in curiosity <laughs> as to what language? he wrote. <laughs> what have you? What written? is this? <laughs> Serve these people or I kill you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> you what does the note say? <laughs> it depends on who you are. To Tira's eyes, mm-hmm. the note says, please take care of my good friends. Okay. Oh, okay. it's magic notes. Secret code? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Even the DM is surprised. <laughs> well, yeah, I'm, I'm not tracking. If you want to write what you actually wrote. 
Okay, I will. Yeah, hang on. Go on. Don't look bash. <laughs> Tira looks quizzically from Dimitri to the Tanner. The Tanner looks quizzically between you and Dimitri. <laughs> <laughs> we are interested in some uh, some new wineskins. Wine <laughs> Make sure you don't put new... <laughs> yeah, oh, new one of the old wineskins. We're interested in some water skins, and my friend also wonders if perhaps you could make him a custom tunic. Come, 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 come. Womberbash shuffles over real quick. And-, <laughs> and he actually steps out of the booth. He's got a measuring tape, and he's holding it up to you in various ways, and he's tisking to himself. Tisking. And when you make when you make my tunic, I, I have to have these these ties on the side. Like I grow, so like they'll break. I, I see you you have abused this garment. <laughs> what have you done to it? I, I've peed all over it. <laughs> I, I've, I've walked through poop in it. <laughs> I've bled on it. I I don't know if my goods are for you. <laughs> this is a fine leather goods store. <laughs> I will see what I can do. Uh, it will cost a pretty penny. Do you have any pretty pennies? <laughs> Here's a real shiny one. <laughs> Put it on my tap. Tira's gaze darts to Dimitri. That's not necessary. Are you sure? I mean it. Okay. Dimitri's going to cost us big time. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to require like gold pieces. So with the parchment that he jotted down his measurements on, he goes back to his back room in his stall behind the black cloth and he's muttering to himself he comes back out he pokes his head out i have not forgotten the wire the water skins you almost said wine skins too i have not forgotten the wines <laughs> <laughs> the wine cellar it comes custom <laughs> i have not forgotten the water skins i'll be right back and so after a bit of bumping around back there you see the cloth poofing out a little bit as he moves around he comes back out carrying two water skins he he sets two down on the counter. What size are they? Canteen size. Okay. What size are the ones we already have? Canteen sized? Yeah. Do you actually have any maybe twice this size? I I can do that. Yes, I, not usually, but I can make I, them. I don't it's it, it's I don't not see two. What about thump? Doesn't thump need one? Oh yes. I'm sorry. Where's the third one? Third one. You are thirsty. No. We each need one. All three of us. Dimitri, you are with these people. Uh, you know what? That's, uh, I'm glad you asked. It's a great question. I'm sure that we will have a great time together when I go with them. The extra large size would be perfect. Thank you very much. I'm, you know, I get thirsty. Get out there. It's no, no, no. hot. I, I think we want it for our... Yes, I know, yeah, what, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I know what you think. And I appreciate for, your... Yeah. For your slave? He's being... It's a joke between he and myself. Slave? We're funny. We, we, we have just... We are, it's a, we're being funny. It's, it's, it's hilarious for us. The, the large Strange size words. Strange sense of humor. Yes, sir. That's, um, we're, they're, you know, foreigners are funny that way. You don't know what, you know, that's cross-cultural. Well, I think perhaps, yeah, this, this will take some time to make custom water skins and custom clothing. I think maybe by tomorrow this time I may have it done. That's perfectly fine. Thank you. If you guys want to go outside and wait out the front, I um, I have a talk uh, with my with my friend here, and then I'll I'll join you outside in just a minute. You got it. You leave the rather befuddled Tanner. Yeah. <laughs> Tanner, what's counter. going on? I don't understand. I think- forgot to tell you. After you fell asleep last night, the the innkeeper 
when she showed us to the room and she asked if our servant would be staying with us and she meant Thump, this must be a part of the world where his kind is not regarded well. Oh, okay. I, I understand. I didn't really correct her. I just, well, I know I did. <laughs> I told her he wasn't our servant, but I, we're probably going to encounter that same attitude with every new person we meet here. I don't like that people think that he's our servant, though. Like, why do we have to pretend? I'm not pretending. I told her he wasn't our servant. I guess Dimitri thinks that we wouldn't get the best deals if we didn't pretend. I don't know. We'll, we'll talk about it. Don't worry. Back at the stall. I'm going to come back tomorrow, and I'm going to make sure that you get paid. Whatever you get going for this, I'll make sure. Do you know where they're going? Do I know where they're going? No, I just met them. When you deal with them tomorrow, there will be an extra gold piece if you can tell me exactly where it is that they're going. Uh, he puts his finger up next to his nose, gives you a sly look. So make sure you listen carefully, and I'll make it worth your while. I will do what I can. You step away from the stall. If you can each give me a perception check. I know you're not actively monitoring for anything, but each of you go ahead and give me a check. <laughs> Tira is... Staring at the stars. <laughs> yeah. Fourteen. Eight. What, this is for perception? Yes. I got a, a bonus. Mm, 23. <laughs> what? <laughs> Dimitri. As long as we've ever played this game, none of us have ever had a perception yeah, that did you? No, never. Never. <laughs> His modifier is 18. Yeah. <laughs> Dimitri. There is a sudden hubbub from the east end of the market over by the hotel where Mariam runs the dubious dinghy. You can sense rather than see that the crowd seems to be stirring up and you hear someone yell out, Keropoulos! Now, we, we've obviously noticed it too, though, right? Because we I can don't hear know it. if Tira has because no. <laughs> oh, okay. perception no. check was so low. <laughs> Tira's like, ah. She's like, <laughs> She's licking the stall. <laughs> it's just lit paint. <laughs> And I think we're going to go ahead and pause here oh, man. to end this episode. <laughs> we'll pick up next time and figure out what happens next. Let's go ahead and talk experience points. Ooh. You have met Mariam. Uh-huh. And so go ahead and take one experience point each. Uh-huh. She's not a big wig by any stretch, but she's somebody who knows people. And, Dimitri, you get this also. We met Dimitri. Yeah. <laughs> you you be, did. That's got to be eight points <laughs> right there. <laughs> uh, you have explored a little bit more of the city, and mm-hmm. you're wandering through the marketplace. Okay. That's one. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and, Dimitri, why don't you go ahead and take the full ten for the city instead of that one? Because you know the city inside and out. And let's talk Norse battle. Hmm. Uh, well, I definitely think we need to award Dimitri, our new guy, for jumping in. Uh, his <laughs> rapid fire shick was cracking me up. Confused so Jeremy, Bash, like no beyond kidding. belief. Bash is like, so I need Jeremy's to. made a, a great entrance into <laughs> Bartolon. <laughs> yeah. Why don't you take two for that? But just so you know, we're using the three pillar approach. Experience points is on a 100 per level basis. So that's why the amounts are so small. He's like, one point? What in the world? <laughs> uh, so there's no guesswork anymore about what do I need to go up to the next level. It's just I'm scaling the XP according to... And it's 100 per... Exactly, 100, 100 per. per level. 
any other nominations? I would say uh, Wamberbash, Michael playing the character so that because his character is a hermit and because his character has kind of grown through a lot of things but is very outside of his comfort zone, immediately saying, uh, 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 Tara, yeah. Tara, where are you? Help me, help me deal with a human. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I yeah. thought that, that yeah. worked really yeah. well with Take kind one. of coloring the character. You mean yeah. three, right? No, one. <laughs> you mean, I know, I thought you, you said three before, right? <laughs> <laughs> okay. We can get you there. We can get okay. you there. I, not, not a lot happened, though, in this yeah, episode. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to think. And, I mean, you can give Thump one for... Hmm. Like oh, jump, yeah, yeah, jumping yeah. in to protect us yes. from yes. Uh, yeah that was like very that. it was a very thump move yes. is, is thump giving off any sense when he is um when he is uh, thought of as a slave oh yeah what scent does he so give off he did the light the lit match one in response to dimitri now we haven't specifically like so but when i was uh, unconscious and we got to the end and she assumed did he give off a scent not that i remember not that i remember uh i just, just editing that episode last night and I don't remember any particular mention of the scent. Now, this is obviously outside of this particular game. I've got three written down here for Thump that are very similar. I've got smoke, fire, and lit match. Should those all be the same or are those distinct? Distinct. Okay. All right. Just checking. I think I would say that Tara kind of handling the the money thing about the food was really good because she was trying to pay what she thought was appropriate. Mm-hmm. But then also when it was correct, when the, when the scheme was corrected, she only gave 10 back. She's like, well, I'm not going to, uh, at this point, <laughs> yeah. you only get 10. Because I know, now I know you're trying to run game. Yeah, thought, yeah, yeah. I thought that was really fun. Man, yeah. the other episode, we spent like $3,000 in gold <laughs> for just like gave, soup. So, yeah, we walk, up to, we walk up to a soup cart and I gave the guy two gold coins. I thought, oh. this is going to, I mean, was, he'll just let us eat whatever we want. He's like, okay, good, give him one bowl. And then was like, mm-hmm. And I was like, are you serious? <laughs> Meanwhile, so like, I wanted seven bowls. Yeah. So, uh, so, so so then Tira, not catching on yet, oh, grabbed out 10 more gold and said, here, 10 gold. Here you go, oh. buddy. And he's like, all right, here you go. And he's, Here's <laughs> another <laughs> bowl. We're like, what? <laughs> so they had the mistaken impression that it was a, money really didn't have any meaning to them. It was just whatever you give me, I'll take. And that's not at all what it was. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Our first thought was, okay, so it's just literally whatever you put down is what it costs. Walking away from that, he was like, I just made <laughs> like three years wages off of these idiots. <laughs> <laughs> we were expecting when we put the two gold down that he'd be like, here's the deed to the cart. Yeah, yeah exactly, know? exactly. No, he was like, nope. He's going to put his kid through soup school. On that <laughs> one. You ain't lying. All, all eight of his kids through soup school. <laughs> all right. Okay, let's go ahead and get a recap on your where you stand experience point wise. Tira is 92 points into level 13. Wamberbash is 98 points into level oh. 13. Dimitri is 13 points into 12. Okay. Right. And Thump is 30 points into level 15. Mm. Oh boy. So we will see what Karapalas means. Yeah. More to come in the next episode. Thank you for joining us, Stackers. We hope you enjoyed this. Hope you enjoy getting to know Jeremy through his character. And we look forward to seeing you here at our table again next time, right here at Stack of Dice. (laughs) What we're going to do for this first one is, as much as I hate to say it, not have you talk during the table talk because you haven't been introduced as a character yet. Starting with the next one. Yeah, just (laughs) just just be silent. (laughs) 
<laughs> Actually works with the characters. <laughs> I want to thank you for joining us as we continue our ongoing 5th edition D&D adventure. I am Rhett the DM and with me is... Meredith... <clears throat> Mer... Oh my word. <laughs> Meredith... <laughs> 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 <laughs>